This is Brojo Online. Masculinity, confidence, and integrity with Dan Monroe. Alrighty, everybody. Welcome back to Brojo Online. I want to start today with a little bit of imagery, story almost. I want you to just imagine something for a moment. I want you to imagine an infinite beach. Okay, imagine if all of the universe was just one sandy beach, stretching off into the horizon, every direction you look, like a desert, really, going off to the horizon. And it's just endless. You know it goes for infinity. And then you go on and look closer, and as you get to the surface of the beach, you can see that there's thousands, millions, billions of individual grains of sand that make up this beach. And I want you to imagine you zoom in even closer, so you're right up to the surface now, and you can see all of these individual grains of sand. And you dig, you, you put your hand into the sand, and you dig deeply, and you pull out one tiny grain of sand that was deep in the bottom, right underneath all the other sand. And you hold that up, and you look under a microscope, and you see that that tiny grain of sand that was buried deep on this infinite beach is actually you. You are this grain of sand. And as you open your eyes and you look out again, you see just how vast and infinite and massive the entire beach is, this desert that goes on forever, and how tiny this little grain of sand that was buried amongst the infinite billions of other grains of sand, how small it is in comparison. How nobody would notice if it wasn't there, how it seems to make no difference to the overall beach, the overall desert. What I've just described is essentially what I believe most people's worst nightmare is this understanding that you are this meaningless, unnoticeable grain of sand in an infinite beach that while as part of the whole really does not stand out in any noticeable way is not significant after many years of doing self-development and diving deep into my psychology and the psychology of hundreds of other people i've come across these deep-seated fears that drive all the other ones these kind of ruling fears that rule all of our other fears and that guides most of our, probably our most harmful behavior. Most of the shitty things we do come from our deepest, deepest fears. And the one I want to talk about today is the fear of being that grain of sand. What I call the fear of insignificance. You know, my entire life, up until very recently, I was unaware of this fear, and yet it guided almost every decision I made. I, I was aware of this burning need to be needed. It came out as this kind of desire to solve problems, to help people, to fix things. Sometimes I might put into the words, uh, have a positive impact, to be helpful. You see a lot of entrepreneurs these days afflicted with the same desire, this obsession to make a mark, to leave a legacy, to do something that changes things, to be significant. And I think this affects millions of us. 
we we desperately need to be important to to matter to some greater cause and to not just be another grain of sand on the beach but to be the only shell on the beach to be the only tree to be the only uh, piece of water an oasis on a beach to be significant amongst all the insignificance you know to be something special amongst all the mundane to be something that leaves a mark amongst all the things that will be forgotten to be the muhammad ali of boxing to be the edmund hillary of climbing to be the marcus aurelius of leaders to be something that's more and different and meaningful and memorable important i think a lot of us are driven by a great desire to stand out in some way and i really want to emphasize that this includes the people who do nothing with their lives who deliberately stay away from risk and don't try hard to succeed and kind of hide in the shadows i think it equally applies to these people and i'll explain why in a minute people pleasers what are they really nice guys people pleasers approval seekers at the heart of it they're judgmental it's one of the few things that they 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 have a real blind spot about most people pleasers are so worried about being judged by others that they don't realize that they are probably the most judgmental person they know the fact that they're worried others will judge them is a judgment but where they judge the most is inwardly they're so self-critical people pleasers they're constantly assessing how worthy they are usually as a comparison to other people perfectionists another group of people who are constantly judging constantly assessing constantly trying to figure out their level of worth their value why because if we have value either good or bad then we're significant See, if everybody's the same, there's no significance. If everybody is equally worthy, if there's no difference between a millionaire and a homeless, between a good Samaritan and a pedophile, between an athlete and an obese slob, if there's no difference in worth between any of these people, then nothing's significant. Nothing stands out. Nothing is different. And for people pleasers and perfectionists and i suspect a huge majority of the human population this terrifies us for some reason the idea that we're not unique special little miracles standing out amongst this noise so the problem is you know we're often raised to with the idea that you are unique and special a little snowflake one of a kind fingerprint but if everybody is that then nobody's special you can't have everybody be special because then being special itself is mundane so people pleasers and perfectionists are constantly in this war where they want to be special but they're also kind of hoping that very few others are special because then your specialness becomes meaningless i want you to open your mind to the idea you were driven by a need a very deep need to be significant and if you can't have it by being great by being better by being awesome you'll have it by being the worst 
there's something that terrifies us about being unimportant. You know, all the soppy childhood movies and programs and books that we're exposed to all talked about how much you matter, how special you are, how unique and important your existence is. But as we get older, we start to suspect that that might not be entirely true. Like, maybe it doesn't actually matter if I'm alive or not. Maybe the only person who really is affected by that is me. I remember when I went away to... I went to America to do the Camp America kind of exchange program thing. And I was there for about uh, six months. And I came back to New Zealand and I was hit with the shocking realization. And that was that everybody had continued living their lives in New Zealand without me. They didn't need me at all. They were able to go about making decisions and doing what they want and living their life without any intervention on my part. I was away completely. Not only was I in another country... I had no cell phone signal, nothing. You couldn't get hold of me. I guess part of me expected to come back to this kind of waiting room where everyone's like, finally, he's back. We can get into shit. Like I was the missing piece. But of course, the the truth was they never needed me. There are billions of people who wake up every day who have never heard of me and never even been indirectly impacted by me in any significant way and they live their lives just fine there are there are entire families entire ancestral lines that will continue without any awareness of my existence and that kind of thing used to really fucking bother me so much so that i didn't even want to consider it so much so that i would force myself into other people's lives force my help onto people Force my ideas onto people. Even the very motivation I get for doing this podcast must be somewhat tied to it. Why do I feel the need to record my voice? I mean, sure, it supports my business, but there's more to it than that. I want what I'm saying to be remembered. Why? Because then I'm significant. Then I made a mark. A lot of people-pleasers and perfectionists wake up at some point in their lives filled with nihilism and existential dread. This idea, holy shit, I don't actually matter. All that patting on the back I got and you're a special little boy or girl, all of that was bullshit. I'm just another one of billions. We're like ants running over this planet. And one day we'll go extinct and one day the planet will go out. What was the fucking point of any of this? And we get really fucking worked up about this, don't we? We think everything's such a big deal, because if it's not, then maybe it's not a deal at all. We become perfectionists, we try to do our very best and stand out when we do something, or we don't start it at all out of fear of not being perfect, because we think it matters. You think how nervous people get before they go on stage, as if their speech or their dance performance or their music performance matters. Like, oh no, I've got to go dance in front of the judges, this is a big deal. As if a billion other people haven't danced in front of judges, and a billion more after you, and like none of this will ever be really remembered by anyone but you. Think how nervous you were giving the speech at high school for one of your English classes, as if that speech was a big deal, and yet, can you even remember the topic? Does anyone in your class remember? your speech do they remember you being nervous do they give a fuck and even if they do when they die will that memory be passed on will their children care 
Will anyone ever? A hundred years from now, that thing that you were dying of anxiety from, will anyone remember it? And that fills a lot of us with dread, this idea that if things aren't a big deal, maybe nothing matters. We're always so obsessed with being good enough, with being worthwhile. Well, good enough for what exactly? What are we concerned about in terms of this assessment? I want to be good enough for what qualification? For being alive? Because you've already got that one down. You're already alive. So it's more than that that you're asking for. To be remembered? To get first place? To impress people? Why is that important to you? Why do you need to be significant in that way? Why does this little grain of sand on the beach have to jump up and say, Look at me. Remember me. As if the entire beach isn't made up of similar grains of sand jumping around for attention. And yet when you look at it, it just looks like a single beach. This brings up this concept that I see so often when I'm coaching people that I've come to call reverse entitlement. I first got the idea out of Mark Manson's book, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. He talked about how some people, they call themselves perfectionists, but they actually quite rarely do anything to a level of perfection. In fact, they often procrastinate and never start things at all. They take this kind of perverse pride in sucking. And I think we all do this sometimes. We want to be significant, but we know we can't be the best, so we'll stand out by being the worst. You'll know you do this when you're kinder to other people than you are to yourself about the exact same issue. For example, if somebody else gets stressed, I'm very kind and compassionate towards them. I'm like, of course you get stressed. You're a human being. That's a normal human reaction to life. There's no point in trying to understand it. You will always have stress. Just be kind to yourself when it's happening. That's the most healthy thing you can do. But when I get stressed, all of a sudden it's a big deal. I've failed. I need to take better care of myself. I'm not being the perfect confidence coach. Maybe I should go do a course about it. I treat my stress differently than I treat the exact same stress in somebody else, as if I deserve harsher treatment. I'm not entitled to rewards, I'm entitled to punishment. The point is I'm entitled. I am significantly different. I am special. I want to punish myself extra, more than other people get punished, just to prove that I'm different. Do you do that? Do you take it easier on others than you take it on yourself? Why? Why do you get the extra special negative treatment? What's so great about you that you that expectations on you should be higher than any other great ape, any other primate on this planet? Why are you supposed to be better? What's the end game here? Well, it's significance, isn't it? If you are held to a higher standard than other people, and people agree that you should be held to that higher standard, or at least you believe you should be held to that higher standard, then you must be more than just a grain of sand on the beach. You must be a rock or a shell or something interesting and memorable and outstanding. But why? Why do you need to be that thing? Why do you need to be either the best or the worst? Why can't you be in the middle of the pack? What is so terrifying about being average? About being unmemorable? Why are we so scared of that? 
You know, I was first forced to confront this fear when I started getting into the Stoicism philosophy. Marcus Aurelius, right? The Roman emperor. Basically the ruler of the world as he knew it at that time. The most significant man of the time. He could easily make that claim. And others would have supported it. And yet what he couldn't stop obsessing over is the idea that one day he'll die. And his children will die. And their children will die. And everything he's ever written will go to dust and be forgotten. And everything anyone ever does will go to dust and be forgotten. So why does he place so much importance on any one thing that he does? Why is he so worried what other people will think of it? Why is he so worried about what people will remember when it all disappears eventually anyway? No matter how significant people think he is at the time, one day he will stop being significant. And that really hit me because I, I was obsessed with the idea of being remembered, of being important, of being special, uh, standing out in some way. You know, I used to get this thrill when I was on stage in a band because everyone was looking at me like I was a different person. You know, like everybody was the crowd and I was the entertainer. I had this elevated status. I'd get the same thing if I was making a group of people laugh. I get the same thing when people ask, you know, when people gave me feedback that my help changed their life. And I'd get really stressed when those things didn't happen for a while. Someone didn't acknowledge my help, didn't recognize that it had done anything to them. When I'd been away for a while and come back and people had been able to entertain themselves just fine. When somebody else at the party was funnier than me and held the attention of everyone in the room, I would feel dread, apprehension anxiety like something bad was happening i would avoid starting things because i was worried that if they weren't perfect that somehow that was bad that coming second place fourth place sixth place was meaningless you often see that like when you go to the olympics we we might remember who got the gold medal but we never remember who became seventh in the final do we and yet that person is probably a greater athlete than anybody watching Isn't that incredible? The only people who are better than that person at that sport are on the field competing against them. Everybody watching is worse than them, and yet we don't remember that person. They're not significant. At this point, if you've thought like me and believed like I did, and maybe still do a little bit, you're just filled with this nihilism. Like, what's the point of even living if there is no significance? But when's the last time you questioned that? Why does there need to be significance for life to be meaningful? In the same book by Mark Manson, he talks, he says this one thing that got to me, which was maybe a meaningful life is working on your golf swing on a Sunday afternoon. And that one really stuck to me, this image of this guy just working on his golf swing. He's not the next Tiger Woods. No one's going to remember him. Probably half the people at the driving range can hit the ball further than he can, but it doesn't matter. It's not going to go down in history that he worked on his golf swing, but he likes doing it. And that made me look at my own life. There's little things I find significant to me in the moment that don't need to be remembered. They don't need to be a legacy. When I have a cold shower in the morning, I'm proud of myself for exposing myself to to cold. To seeing how long I can handle it, whether I can control my breathing during it. 
You really think somebody's going to do a news item on how I managed to control my breathing during a cold shower? No. You think I'm ever going to be able to handle cold better than Wim Hof or any of those lunatics who expose themselves to extremes? No. I can't be bothered, even if I did have that ability. I'm not going to be the best coach in the world, or the best writer, or the best podcaster. I'm not going to be the best looking person in the world. I won't be the best father. But do I need to be? life to be meaningful? Can I enjoy being a father without being the best one? Can I enjoy making this podcast? Yes, I'm enjoying it. As I speak right now, as you hear these words, what I'm doing is meaningful. The funny thing is, as you're hearing them, I've already finished this. I'm just doing this by myself. Right now, just imagine me as I am, laptop in front of me, my little special microphone set up, sitting in my mum's office, all alone, talking to myself. And yet I love it. I fucking love this. I don't even know if I'm going to post this. I don't even know if this will be uploaded. It probably will. Of course, if you're listening to it, it obviously was. But I don't know that yet. I can't be guaranteed maybe this thing didn't record properly. But I like doing it. Why isn't that enough? Why can't I just do an average little podcast recording by myself, talking some shit, without having to be significant? Why can't I just settle down snugly amongst the other grains of sand and just be a grain of sand until I'm not one anymore? Who says that can't be a good life? Because whoever says it was lying. I'm not going anywhere with this particular talk other than to share what I think is one of the biggest causes of suffering and it doesn't need to be. You don't need to be special. You don't need to be anything better than average. You can be worse than average if you like. But don't let the fear of being insignificant stop you from doing stuff. You don't need to be good enough. And no, you're not good enough. But no one is. We're either all average or none of us are. It doesn't make any sense for someone to be better than someone else because there's no measurement for that. You're either a grain of sand on the beach or you're not. And no matter how much one grain of sand catches the light every now and then, it'll be forgotten, it'll be blown away, it'll be buried beneath the other grains of sand eventually, and nobody will give a shit. You think, like, we remember Marcus Aurelius, and it makes him kind of look almost um, like a paradox. He, He was constantly prepping himself for not being remembered, and yet we remember him. But it's only been a couple of thousand years. Do we remember somebody... 5,000 years before him? Who do you remember that's 5,000 years older than Marcus Aurelius? I don't know shit. Even if I'm a historian, all I know is what some some words written down on some parchment. I don't know the guy. It's not significant to me. It's just words. We don't even know if they're real. You don't need to be significant. You don't need to stand out and be noticed. There's no harm in being noticed. It won't last, though. You can get up on stage and be all nervous and give a shitty performance. Who gives a fuck? It's just one more shitty performance amongst billions in the memory of collective consciousness and history. It'll be forgotten. You could go up on stage and wave your dick around and and be on the news. You'll still be forgotten. It'll just take a little bit longer, you know, but you'll be forgotten. All those things that you lie awake thinking about, like, oh my god, I was so nervous during my speech. You're the only one who cares about it. 
Everybody else has moved on. You're not that important. I hate to break it to you, but find the freedom in that. You don't have to be important. You can just work on your golf swing. You can just hang out with your family. You can just go for a drive. You can just putt away at some little job that you find satisfying. You can do your little exercises and sometimes you do it and sometimes you procrastinate. You can draw your artwork and sometimes it looks good and sometimes you didn't colour between the lines. Who gives a fuck? Just do it anyway. You'll never be perfect. That cliche is well hung up and dried. But you won't even get close to it. Right? You're lucky to hit average. And most of the things you do, a good percentage of the world is better at it than you are. Be okay with that. Nobody's going to remember them anyway. I hope this gets through to someone. If anything, the only purpose I really have in this is that if you're listening to this and you wonder why you're always worried about this not good enough shit, or perfectionism, or trying to make other people like you, ask yourself, am I trying to be significant, special, important? Am I trying to matter? What if I stop trying to do that? And I don't mean giving up and topping yourself, but I mean just take the pressure off from being special and just be ordinary just do what you feel like love to hear your thoughts on this dan at brojo.co.nz feel free to get in touch with me enjoy the rest of your ordinary average week cheers (laughs) 